Welcome to Disruptive Branding by Saffron Brand Consultants. In this podcast, we will share the most important insights that we have gathered from several decades of working closely with some of the world's most disruptive brands. We will show how every business, startup to enterprise, can design its brand using disruptive thought and action. From how-to sessions with members of our executive team to conversations with our clients, learn firsthand how to position your brand to compete with disruptive challenges and to challenge and disrupt yourself. Aura, could you take us through uh, the challenge? Why did you call Saffron? Well, um, the reason why we needed to go through our rebranding was because... um, as I mentioned, we are in 160 countries. We work in five different regions, you know, and uh, and the brand, to say the least, to say the least, it was pretty chaotic. It was uh, executed and interpreted, I would say, at a regional level. So there was a um, a disconnection. So also there was uh, this kind of misalignment uh, in terms of what the brand strategy was. And I don't think that we had anything defined, you know, that that supported that the brand needed to be executed uh, in a certain way in certain region for its reason. I guess it was just, you know, everything happened um, very organically, I would say. And there was no global uh, concept or, or structure to back up that that strategy. So that's why we needed to come all together uh, to really create a brand that could speak of our company, or of its position, uh, leading position in, in the money transfer industry, and that could actually support our, our business strategy today and, of course, tomorrow. I mean, that could evolve with us as a company. So, Amanda, how did you begin to tackle this challenge Well, really right from the beginning, we needed to take the pulse uh, of Rhea, understand its motivations, what drives it beyond just doing business. And what we saw there was a really inspiring story. Uh, Rhea plays a critical part uh, in helping customers send money to their loved ones back home, whether that's paying for medical bills or paying for school fees or investing uh, in a new promising business venture. Rhea really plays a part in making that happen. And unlocking borders uh, so people can give back. And we saw huge potential uh, in that story and saw that that was something that drives uh, the culture and the people that work at RIA. So that's what we used to craft um, a meaningful purpose statement. And that purpose statement was, we open ways for a better everyday life. And in that statement, we're really hoping to go beyond money transfer and really put focus on helping people really go beyond just sending money and playing a critical part uh, in their families' lives, no matter where they are. And that purpose was a North Star uh, for employees, uh, for any type of um, communication that Rio was doing for its customers and partners. And that purpose was the basis uh, for the visual identity uh, that the creative team at Saffron developed. So Matt, Could you give us uh, an overview of how you really translated that purpose into a visual identity for RIA? I think the the way that we tried to reflect this strategy was, and again, I think it it was a very compelling idea. And... So the visual language just had to try and reflect this very, very much more human um, aspect. 
this empathetic organization that connects to people and the logo had to capture that as well. Um, certainly the idea of the, the I in the middle, almost representing the individual being supported by the R and the A, the logo became a much, much more friendly and approachable um, representation of the organization. A part of that as well was the, uh, the evolution of the visual language, which had to be, had to reflect um, simplicity, uh, ease, um, accessibility. It had to work internationally all around the world, the, regardless of the cultures. Um, and again, it was all about keeping the thing as simple and as straightforward and connected to people as possible. So Howda, how do you feel um, this has this this new brand language, this new brand strategy? How has it started to impact the organization? I think that before before talking about uh, what the brand has done for us, because there's certainly a before and after uh, the rebranding, I would like to point out that one of the greatest things was that you guys helped us developed a brand that can, you know, uh, that speaks to all of our customers, uh, that help us interact with them regardless of their culture or to all of their different cultures. So it's like a, it's like us, it's, it's a brand with no barriers. And that's something that uh, I, I think that you really nailed it and, uh, and you help us going through that process uh, and that was great. So in terms of, of the brand, as I said, um, there's been a before and after uh, Saffron and the rebranding and, and what the exercise actually meant to all of us internally. So speaking of that, I think that now we are, we really know what the strategy with the brand is. We know how it helps us uh, support the business strategy as well. And it has helped us become together as one, we're working now at a global level. We work united and aligned to ensure that that brand is properly executed, that it's respected, because that brand is us. That brand is the real brand. So we're cognizant and and we love it so much that it's like our, our, our little baby, and it's something that we're all very proud of internally. So uh, the, the, the feedback internally has been overwhelming. People love the new brand. Even those who were at the very beginning a little bit skeptic, they end up loving it. And uh, I mean, the, the way the pastels uh, colors, I remember was a bit of, you know, at the beginning, people were not so sure of. And now when you see all of those elements, that uh, orange disc, that it's like so rare, when you put, put all of those elements together, it's, it's just amazing, uh, the effect that it has. And, um, and when it comes to uh, our external parties, like our partners, uh, I mean, it's been the same thing. They have all been, you know, uh, providing us with uh, amazing feedback that they love the new brand. Uh, uh, they really like the minimalistic and the simplicity that you were pointing out uh, earlier about this new brand, that it's so easy to apply, to, to, to put the elements together without being so, you know, without having so many elements um, you can communicate so easily and it really it's warm enough to get to the people with the simplicity of the message so I think that overall it's been uh, uh, an amazing uh, journey and uh, I think the best is yet to come because I mean you know brands evolve and uh, we hope to continue evolving in this direction. Thank you for listening to this episode of Disruptive Branding. 
If you're liking our very first podcast series, please subscribe and feel free to give us a like or write us a review wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other brand lovers find us.